feel like I don't. Do I see you running? Or I know I see John. Yeah. So I, I used to run around there. I, Jack and I both did a marathon last year. Um, but I was training. Yeah. Thank you. I was training for the marathon, and you probably saw me no. running around there. I used. Finance guys, what's going on? Episode seven. This is Get Wrecked. I'm Marchant Young. We got Hodges and Jack Mark Walter over here, um, and they started a company called Viva Finance, and we're here to learn about it, uh, guys. I can't thank you enough for Absolutely. having me over here and yeah, getting after it. it. I'm looking forward to it, guys. Um, obviously, we go back a little bit, um, back to high school, even NYO days um, when growing up. Um, but what you guys doing now, are doing now is awesome, and I don't even want to try to elaborate on it because you guys would be, do so, so much of a better job. But if you could, just introduce yourselves, you know, what y'all are doing with Viva Finance and how everything's going. Yeah, absolutely. So I am Hodges, Mark Walter, uh, young, younger of the two, uh, March and I. Played on basketball team way back in the day. Back I think the I was dizzy. I think I was seven years old. You were eight. So yeah, you we, back to yeah, where we could barely sure. dribble. I think. <laughs> no, you were a beast. But yeah, continue. That, yeah, and you got yeah, Jack, Mark, Walter, and yeah, Marchin and I were in the same class at Marist High School, and so awesome seeing what Marchin's doing now, and pleasure to be on the show. Well, the pleasure is mine. Uh, I mean, boys, you got it going on. So tell me, what what is Viva Finance? Yeah, so Viva Finance, we are an online lender. Uh, we provide personal uh, loans and financial education for working Americans. Okay. Uh, our mission is to build an inclusive financial system uh, by expanding access to affordable credit. And the mission sort of dates back to uh, our time at Notre Dame and more specifically Jack's time with uh, some of the stuff that we got involved with while, while we were there. Yeah, and so my freshman year at Notre Dame, I got involved with a group of students who uh, we learned about payday lending in one of our classes. And we saw that these payday lenders would charge up to 391% interest annually in the state of Indiana and wanted to do something about Jeez. it. So we uh, ended up starting a nonprofit to serve these borrowers and provide an alternative to payday loans in the South Bend, Indiana community. Okay. And that really served as the foundation for the mission for Viva. We're really, we're serving that same mission of expanding access to affordable credit, but doing it in a much more scalable way. It's something that you can really grow to be big and serve a lot of people. Okay. And you said payday. So what are payday loans? Sorry. It's, yeah. What's a payday loan? Yeah. So a payday loan is a loan with a very short term. So it, and usually it's a typical small loan size. So think okay. of like a $500 loan, you get into a bind. Uh, can't make your rent payment and so need $500 quickly. You can go to what's called a payday lender. Okay. And basically, it's a loan that will be 10 days, 14 days that you're supposed to pay back at your next payday. Right. And uh, so uh, that $500, you might have to pay back $550, but when you look at it over a 10 day period, that could be hundreds of percent interest that you're being charged for those 10 days of that loan outstanding. Okay. Gotcha. And so you you guys started as uh, a nonprofit at Notre Dame. Where this uh, this idea originally came from a nonprofit at Notre Dame that you guys were helping out students at Notre Dame. Yeah, exactly. So that's where a lot of the inspiration came from. Okay. And, uh, then really saw how big of an impact uh, these types of loans could make in people's okay. lives, but also saw how many people needed a product like this. Sure. And so after graduating from school, I spent a couple of years working in investing, and Hodges worked in investment banking for a year. 
And uh, this was kind of the inspiration for the problem that we wanted to solve being that access to credit. The thesis that Hodges and I kind of had originally was that if you've got a good job, you should be able to get access to a good loan. Okay. And so thinking about somebody who has a good stable job like a teacher, a firefighter, a police officer, these are a lot of the borrowers that we have. Okay. Yeah, uh, I was going to ask who is, I mean, those are the type of people that come to you? Yes. Yeah. Really? Exactly. And so uh, really, like if you've got damaged credit history, you made a mistake in the past, but you've got that stable job, we're able to work with those borrowers. And so that's kind of where the idea came from. Yeah. Okay. And so the model, it's basically predicated on, on that. And so our loan approvals and eligibility is based on your employment rather than just your credit score and the way that we are able to tie our performance to the the likelihood of somebody keeping their job is that we'll service our loans directly through payroll and have the infrastructure to do so so we're essentially tying our repayment to to their job and into the um the individual still like receiving their check basically so it's just money coming out of their check Essentially, yeah. So it's, it's basically like splitting, it, yes. yeah. Basically, like you know, splitting your your take-home pay to have a portion of your uh, your your paycheck go to the repayment of the loan. Well, yeah. I mean, if it, especially if in a situation like that where it's automatic and it's it, it's coming out, uh, yeah. No matter what, I mean, that's you know obviously going to be a thing where you feel more comfortable that is going to get paid as long as they're sticking with their job. But it sounds yeah. like you guys are able to vet out whether or not people are. Mm-hmm their track record yeah. means they're going to stick with this job. Yeah, yeah. And, and just like Jack mentioned, so we basically we're, we're starting off in, in these uh, earlier innings with Viva by, by targeting uh, employees in industries with low turnover. So K through 12 education, state and local government, um, hospital system employees as well, all of which uh, have it, you know, those industries have a profile that's uh, high density of employment, a lot of people in uh, one region or certain area, and then also uh, very steady uh, income and steady uh, jobs like there's lower turnover in those industries as well and so especially when when getting started we're at the peak of a a long bull market and we wanted to make sure to target industries that were uh, more resistant to changes in the you know overall macroeconomic activity and so those industries are uh, relatively steady and have lower turnover compared to like retail or um, logistics or anything along those lines. Gotcha. Okay. And so as far as what do you think is, you know, obviously there's plenty of different reasons why somebody would come to you for a, a loan like this. Um, but what do you what do you think are most people or, or why would somebody come to you for a loan? Yeah, I'd really put it into two buckets. And so okay. the first is to get access to cheaper rates. And so somebody might have damage their credit score by uh, getting into a ton of credit card debt, for example. So someone might owe $10,000 in credit card debt. They might be paying around 30% interest on that credit card debt. Mm -hmm. Uh, And don't, it's daunting. They don't really know how they can get out of it. And they might come to us to try to consolidate that debt for them, save a lot of money in interest and pay it down. And so that's actually our most common use case right now is refinancing other debt. And so people getting cheaper capital there. Then the other one is more need-based, so one-time expenses. And so we'll see everything from like health expenses, that's been especially common during COVID. Uh, if somebody's car breaks down and they need to repair their car, that's an expense that a lot of times people can't cover with their savings. Right. And so everything from that to home improvement expenses, just kind of one-time, uh, one-time bigger expenses that might not fit in somebody's budget. Right. And I guess the way I kind of looking at it from outside in, um, and you think about it and you have you know, you don't want to put somebody into into more debt or into mm-hmm. a worse situation or anything like that. And obviously, that's not mm-hmm. what you guys are trying to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of coming at this as a, as a step at a time. So, mm-hmm. but I think 
what you guys do offer though, like you said, mm -hmm. is you reduce that interest rate uh, or you're able to refinance and give them better terms on whatever mm -hmm. you know money that they owe mm -hmm. um, and kind of provide them an opportunity to be able to take smaller steps where it's mm -hmm. it's not hurting them. Because I mean, like you said, yeah. if somebody gets in a car crash, they just don't have the money. Yeah. If you don't have the money, you don't have the money. Yeah. Like you got to figure something out. You know, mm -hmm. you got to use your car to get to work, to continue mm -hmm. to make money. Yeah. And you guys, you know, might be able to provide an opportunity to where mm -hmm. they're able to do that. Yeah. And clearly there's a need out there there's you know trillions of dollars originated a year in in, um, in personal loans that combined with credit card debt um, but uh, what we're really able to provide is that the, the weighted average FICO score of our borrowers is sub 600 and if you have uh, below a 600 FICO score it's extremely challenging to access any sort of credit uh, especially when you're in those events where you need the money right away yeah. uh, oftentimes you can be marginalized and have to go to an online lender that charges north of 100% interest or uh, go to a payday storefront where you'll charge, you'll be charged in the hundreds of percentages uh, in terms of APR as well. So we're able to provide an alternative that's far more affordable, uh, mm -hmm. especially considering the uh, typical profile if you look on uh, standard metrics like, like FICO. Uh, right. and able to provide something that it's a lot cheaper and a lot more affordable. Then also uh, we report on time payments as well and allow for individuals to build their credit score over time. And to by take, paying off your... Yeah, by, by paying off okay. and then uh, making steps towards, um, you know, financial freedom. And so just as an example, with like a $500 loan, uh, we have a loan product uh, that is 0% interest, just a $25 fee paid back over five months. Uh, when comparing that to uh, like a payday loan, uh, as an example of what Jack saw at, at, in Notre Dame at, right. in South Bend, it's, you know, apples to oranges. It's not even close what borrowers would pay in, in those two circumstances. That's kind of amazing. I, it almost sounds, it's like moral lifting. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. just look at it, I think mm -hmm. about it, you know, it's like, yeah. you guys are good people mm -hmm. and you're, you want to help people, right? So, but obviously you've got to run a business. So yeah. there's, there's two sides to it, but you, mm -hmm. you know, you have situations where you're able to use your capital. Um, and I'm going to get to this in a sec, but you're able to use the capital that you guys have to be able to help out these people um, in, in those, in those situations where you can offer products like that. Mm -hmm. um, and, and from what I read is you guys just had a, what, Series A that you just got done, um, mm -hmm. the funding for that and raised over $6 million, which is really awesome. So, I mean, talk a little bit about that and where you guys are going to take it. Yeah. yeah. So, thanks for that. And we, uh, we closed on that round in August, uh, $6.2 million. And a lot of that capital is really going towards taking the business nationwide. Okay. So, to put it in perspective, we started lending in January of 2020. In the year 2020, 99% of our loans were done in the state of Georgia. Mm -hmm. And in 2021, we had just started expanding throughout the Southeast. And uh, so raised that round of capital really to start pushing the business nationwide. And now we're in 15 states and hoping that we really? can lend wow. in all 50 by the end of the year. By the end of this year? By the end of this year. That's so we intense. might not have a loan in all 50 states, but at least have the capability is what we're going for. Okay. And I'm sure there's a, there's a process to that, licensing, yeah. everything I have to do with yeah. Wow, that's intense. So all 50 states, and that's mm -hmm. what, and it, you guys basically got going the year before COVID, and much of your mm -hmm. growth has come through COVID, and, you know, we're here in, uh, this is downtown Atlanta, and mm -hmm. you guys have an office, and 16 employees, or 17, 17 um, going, yeah. so it's it's fast paced, I feel like, at this point, where you mm -hmm. you guys are kind of all this is coming in is like, yeah. how are you guys handling that? You know, it's like mm -hmm. no personal life. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I mean, we 
you know, if you get into the office at 7 a.m., there are a couple people that are in before you typically. It's uh, extremely fast paced. Everybody's working towards common goals and uh, it, it's a ton of fun. It's, it's been a blast. We, um, I, I feel like every day is different and, you know, it requires a lot out of us. It's, it's definitely been a full time job and then some as well. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it, it's long days, but it's, it's rewarding. We're doing what we love and, you know, really it's fun to kind of work towards something, work with, you know, your brother and, and Philip also, who's, um, who's working with us as well. So it's, it's, been, it's been a blast. Yeah. And it's really crazy just to see how much progress you make in a relatively short period of time. Like Absolutely. you look back yeah. six months now for us, back in August, we had nine employees and uh, we've doubled revenue since then, just about doubled our number of employees as well. And so it's been really, uh, it's night and day, but like I just said, you, yeah don't really notice it in the day by day, sure. but every time you kind of put your head up and look back, you're like, wow, I can't believe we've, this is what we've done in the last few months. Well, yeah. From, yeah, from the outside looking in, trust me, it's noticed. Because you just see it on that level, yeah. right? Yeah, th there are a lot of things that I, I'd say that don't go quite, like, you know, th from the outside in, and, and, you know, granted, I'm not sure what exactly is always seen, like, as a startup and, you know, the cool office space, whatever right. else, but you know, it, there are aspects to it that aren't, you know, the most fun and aren't easy. Like we've, just as an example, when we were really trying to ramp up at the end of last year, uh, we were, you know, looking for new avenues for growth and ways to really continue to scale and to grow. And we sort of turned it, like our efforts to some tactics that are just kind of old school, like literally showing up to schools, handing out donuts and flyers. And uh, with two, with three of us, you know, set a goal to go to a hundred schools in a month. Um, to you know just increase awareness get the word out 100%. about our company set up staff appreciation events and next month 150 250 the next month so it's a lot of you know grind work a lot of um work that not necessarily sweat equity yeah, right there sweat equity yeah. 100%. <laughs> you know the only answer i'd say for how do you you know really scale or you know how do you find efficiencies it's just work harder <laughs> at this point but obviously we are finding ways right, to yeah, make yeah, you know one plus one equal three instead of two but a lot of times you have to really kind of work work through it and just make sure to do whatever it takes in those circumstances to continue to grow the business right well and do you think people like so say you're you know a kindergarten teacher or a third grade teacher or you're a firefighter um do you think that they know about these types of loans or do you think that these are out there is when you say the awareness side of things yeah i'm i personally yeah. was not aware that yeah. you know about all this until yeah. i started you know yeah. talking to you guys and you know looking up the company and everything like i was unaware yeah. that this was available and kind of how this all works yeah um so you think that just plays obviously a huge part because people maybe aren't necessarily just going out and looking for these types of things it, it's yeah just, yeah i real, yeah i'll just say something real quickly like so our product just a give like full clear understanding so it's personal loans mm -hmm. uh and our we have two products one is up to five hundred dollars another ten thousand mm -hmm. dollars most uh like the average loan size is anywhere between like three and five thousand dollars and so personal loans in general the, the way that we're doing it and our distribution is a lot different but the the market is uh is out there and and there are a lot of people who you know need access to uh, unsecured personal loans, I'd say. And also, uh, I'd mention like a lot of our borrowers, I'd say are pretty self-aware knowing that they're not in the best credit situation. Right. And so a lot of people are dissuaded from going to traditional financial institutions like their credit union sure. or uh, a community bank. 
And so uh, when people hear about our product, understand that really the approvals are not based on uh, credit history, but rather their employment. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people see that as a great opportunity to try and see if one of our loans can help them out in their financial situation. And so a lot of the, for us, the uh, kind of difficult thing is how do we get that awareness out to our customers, especially with our customers being so specific. Right. Uh, but once people hear about our product, we typically see pretty high take-up rates and a lot of people at least exploring it. Right. Well, I think the end goal, right, I mean, it is to be able to relieve, you know, these mm -hmm. people or help these people from some type of financial pressure. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, and obviously crazy times right now, whether it's mm -hmm. the war, you know, the financial markets, oil, you know, gas prices, yeah. everything like that. I mm -hmm. feel like this is a time where you guys kind of almost come in handy. Mm -hmm. Where it's like I, I don't know. I mean, does that mm -hmm. does that peak up business? Where it's like you know, mm -hmm. where everything is kind of going haywire and chaos is all running mm -hmm. around. Where are you guys getting more calls, or is that you mm -hmm. know, something where it's you're able to kind of step in and help out? Yeah, and so for us, uh, at least from a Viva standpoint, we really want to be the go-to financial services provider for the overlooked consumer. Okay, and so uh, people who may not be uh, fully served by financial institutions currently because of damaged credit history or whatever else. And so uh, right now, starting off with the lending product, we felt like that was a, a huge need and a good way to kind of get to the market, build up our customer base. But over time, want to provide a, a variety of different products that serve uh, really all of uh, our customers' financial needs, really building around our customer base. And so over time, that could be credit building savings accounts, uh, access to uh, debit cards really built for a, a spending account, built for a budgeting account. Uh, and so I think it's a great opportunity for us to really try to make an impact in that way, just because we think uh, really starting with lending, that's one area where people are severely underserved, right. but then trying to hit all of these different areas over time using some of our core competencies that we've built through our technology so far. Well, yeah, it's, it, that's awesome. That's some legit stuff. Yeah. And, I f and I feel like, you know, Talk a little bit to me about the culture of, of the people that you're working with and how that can kind of help expand that and, you know, drive that growth. You know, people that come from like all different walks of, of life and it's fun because, and it's also like relatively young team, I'd say. Uh, so there's a lot of, um, you know, new idea generation and new perspective when we bring sure. things to the table where it's yeah. not just industry experts who've been around it for 30 plus years and this is the way things are done so um, we're definitely you know looking at things with a new lens and and aren't afraid of uh, trying new new things whether it be in sales and distribution or in uh, account servicing and and managing a good customer experience and i think a lot of people really were motivated to come work for viva because of the mission as well and yeah. that really resonates we have a very humble team and uh, people are willing to do whatever for our customers, even if it's not the most efficient or not the most scalable at this time. We'll try to help people with whatever kind of situation they're in. And that kind of resonates through the team. And I think it really starts with everybody having those same values uh, kind of coming into it. So uh, that's been a big part for us. Well, and Viva, so life, right? Mm -hmm. Where Who came up with that name? Who, who, who got the credit for Viva? Was that you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was Jack. I, I was bouncing some other ideas that never really stuck and then Viva came, came along and it uh, definitely, it, it rings pretty well. And it, I think for, mo for the most part, everybody seems to really uh, like the name. Well, I started off this podcast with a horrible way to bounce the Viva name, but it's kind of just like, it's yeah. like it's got this bounce to it. And I'll end it the same way. Viva Finance, everybody. 
This is Get Wrecked, episode seven. I appreciate you guys, Jack Hodges. This was awesome. Yeah. What y'all have going and what what the future you know shows, it's going to be bright. And uh, I really, yeah, I really love everything us. that y'all got going on. So, yeah, you guys share the show. Um, love y'all. We'll see y'all later. All right, peace. Awesome, awesome. boys. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Hundred percent. Good work, y'all.